Hello and welcome to Southwest Media's Sports Podcast. Sports for Dummies. I'm Tom Sharden with Todd Avery and Dan Huss. Eric Grosher is out on assignment. For the week of March 1, we're talking about basketball playoffs, hockey playoffs, Missouri basketball playoffs, and state wrestling. State wrestling coverage. Um, girls basketball playoffs started Wednesday. It's Friday right now if you're hearing this. Basketball section two basketball season on Saturday. And we were all wrong about our section two hockey predictions. Three minute talk is at one chance to the final, which is uh, which was Wednesday night. It was Holy Family and State Fair. So don't listen to our predictions, I guess. What was the bigger shocker? Chasco getting beat by four goals or Minnetonka losing? I think Minnetonka losing. That Holy Family goal is pretty good. I can't think of his name. Crusher and North is out here. Well, Eden, Eden Prairie, it's, uh, their coach kind of borrowed the uh, playbook from Mike Grant. Just put your best players on the ice as much as you can. They're not double shifting people, but they're putting Jack Jensen and Spencer Rudrud. Double shifting the centers at least, right. and that's that's helped. We have a prediction on the winner. I would say Eden Prairie, but Holy Family seems to got has the hot goalie and has beat the two had the two hardest games to get there. So they seem to might be something on their side this year. I would say Eden Prairie as well, but I'm sure Minnetonka thought they were pretty confident last Saturday, so. And it did hurt Minnetonka. Their best de- defenseman got hurt in the third period. And they did uh, score the winning goal on a defensive breakdown. Yeah. But this seems like ever since, I don't know, hockey day in Minnesota, Minnetonka hasn't been the same same team. They only beat New Prague 5 nothing. That's They played in the we were playing in December, that would have been 15 nothing, you know. So, something just wasn't right with Minnetonka. Well, I was struggling to score at the end of the year, and that was evident in the playoffs. Even five goals against the Craig, normally you think that's a 5 nothing game after a period of a half. But even, yeah, I don't know why we all slept on Holy Family. This is our third section final in a row. We thought they were a little rebuilding this year. And- yeah, their record wasn't as good the past couple of years, and their schedule probably wasn't as good. And well, for the last couple of years, you, would, you know, they play in that right county, and that's they don't pile up points there, but you can see them beating good teams, you know, during the regular season, the non-conference teams, and I think their best win might have been the last game of the regular season when they won at Stillwater. You know, the playoffs, that might have been their best win in the regular season. Yeah, so it seems like, besides the hot goalie, it seems like they got good defense. They're not giving up any goals. You know. Eden, Eden, Lake. Eden Prairie scored 16 goals in two games. Holy Family scored three. Yeah. Yeah, you can hot goalie. That's a difference. <laughs> For sure. You get a hot goalie and you can beat anybody in hockey. 
they're moved up to Section 1 AA hockey to yeah. Burnsville. Usually, they wonder what changed there where they have finally said. Is that because of the weather, or is that because of a blizzard, or is that because they don't want to travel? I think it's, be, I mean, the road conditions are a good excuse. But like it, when you have two Lakeville teams in the finals, I can see where they don't want to go to, to Rochester. Yeah, but it's been like that for 20 years, so all of a sudden now they... But the roads to Rochester were just <laughs> closed, uh, yeah, you know, Monday. Right. Well, the Burnsville Ice Arena should be a fun atmosphere in that game. We'll get all of Lakeville in there, and that's a great arena to watch hockey in, so... They've been pretty far away. I thought that would have been that arena. It's a good, good place to watch hockey. So, Holy Family Eden Prairie, you won't get seated at the state tournament? Eden Prairie could get uh, three or four, I think, if they get there. I guess it all depends on if there's any upsets. I guess the section one will not be seated. No, I don't think so. Two, two should be seated. Especially Eden Prairie. Three, St. Thomas, if they win, they'll be seated. They play Eden, section four. I think Eden Prairie and St. Thomas tied during the season. Or about Lake Hill, from four, they'd probably be seated. Edina would be one if they get past Benil. And then Andover, or is it East up and then East? East could be unseated if they get through, but. And right. Eden, Eden Prairie tied East and beat Blaine. And then you have Section 5, which is Blaine, right? Yeah. I mean, I Eden Prairie. I think 8, Section 8 and Section 1 are not seated. And I don't know who else is there. 8 is Moorhead? Moorhead goes all right down to the seated. I don't know. Everybody goes, except whoever comes out of there. And the will definitely be seated. Dino one, Andover two, St. Thomas three, Eden Prairie four, or flip those two around. Yeah, maybe like they're like five, they get out of there. Blaine, 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 How'd they get the one out of there? Didn't they play mostly class A teams? Oh well. South. Section girls basketball class started Wednesday. That that might be the most wide open field there has been in the last well since realignment probably yeah well you is a deserving one seed but i don't know if they're the overwhelming favorite in this i think they would have been if they didn't lose their point guard yeah they're the favorite but i would say i would say shockby has a chance of beating them uh if hofstrail comes back probably they could make some damage Edina will beat you 15 to 12 if they have to. Eden Prairie has seven wins of five points or less. And three of them, I think, are against two against Edina, one against Taka. They only beat Chaska by five. 
just get good with it. He got it. He's playing the best out of the last, in the last few weeks out of that whole five right there. Played very, very tough. They won some games down the stretch. Prior Lake is going in with an eight and nine, but Hoff Childs is, hasn't played since January. Well, she played briefly in her last final game against Lakeville North, and they lost. She played briefly in score. And she had played since January 31st, so their center was back. Their other guard was not back. I don't know. I mean, can you just turn it on and, and go in the playoffs against good competition? We're about to find out. We're about to find out, yeah. <laughs> if they get Edina, if they get past Edina, they'll be even better. In the same semifinals of what we mentioned last year, Chalky and Chas will probably, I'm sure they'll make it out of there. You guys like the fact that uh, High Seed gets to host this year? It's not at a neutral site? I don't think it really matters. I mean, it's, where, where could they play it? I mean, they played it at Chaniasa before, right? They played it at, I don't know why, at a, a bottom school. Can't host. Well, they played it at Roosevelt before. Yeah. Roosevelt? Well, they used to do it all the uh, Hopkins. And then I've been told that was too expensive for the section. With Hopkins out, price is outrageous, but they could find a. So the high seed hosts, right? So Throughout. Yeah. Yeah. So the semifinals would be Saturday at one and three in Prairie, right? If they win. So they could find a. Whoever loses on Wednesday could. Minnetonka could host it on Saturday, or Shockery could host it on Saturday, or probably like if somebody, you know. But. Know how the logistics work in that for some of these schools to get that happen to that quick turn over time, maybe that's the problem. But just, I know, mean, still, yeah, they still don't know. No one knows who, you know, yeah. if Prairie loses, then it goes to Chaska. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Need some upsets. Probably even harder for boys. There's a potential of more upsets in boys, it seems like, than there is on the girls' side. Probably not with the number one seed, though. I don't think Jefferson can handle Did he play on Tuesday? Hopkins on Friday. Yes, that, I think with Sitchin is the number two one. They split with Edina. They have a loss to, they beat Chaska, right? They lost to Shockopee. Lost to Shockopee. But Chaska beat Shockopee, so play that never-ending game of going around and around and around. Both Edina and Eden Prairie. I don't know. And Eden Prairie beat Lakeville North at Lakeville North and Lakeville North handled Chuck P twice. Chaska did. Chaska beat. 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 Cha
but the question comes down to, you know, Edina and Ian Prairie played a killer schedule. The Lake Conference is just incredibly hard. And then they went out non-conference and scheduled Park Center, Minneapolis North, Minnehaha Academy. East Ridge. East Ridge. All these South South, yeah. Champlin Park. Well, Shockby. <laughs> Creighton. Shockby's non-conference schedule is Jefferson, New Prague, St. Thomas, and Laconia. Wow, you see that guy's in Prairie. Everybody in the section played it. Everybody. The non after that, the non-conference. Prairie Lake didn't play the top. They didn't play any of the games. Well, they played them in the top. I don't think they want to show their hand against Eden Prairie. I don't know why they don't schedule them. They don't regular season, but they don't. And if they don't want to show their hand, Eden has had their number over the years. So if you're voting, who do you put? Where's the, how's the seat fall of Tom Chardon's in charge? Well, I, Chaska's Metro West schedule is not good, but they do have a win over um, Shock Bay. Shockby's also beating Prairie and Edina. Right now, Adam plays Shockby. If Shockby and Edina, Edina and Prairie are the two and three in my opinion. I think Chaska and Edina are the four and five. Edina's got 15, 17 wins, but they, you know, they, and they play good teams and they have some good wins. They've also got Benel, Holy Family. Kind of gimme win was Cambridge Isani, Eden Prairie. <laughs> is Eden Prairie getting healthy? Or they finally got Austin Andrews was cleared to play the whole game yesterday on Tuesday, and that's the first time he has played. I mean, he played seven minutes in the loss to Edina last Tuesday, and maybe half the game on Friday against Minnetonka, and then they got John Henry who was gone as long as Austin was. So, He's back. Well, they go to that seating meeting and Edina can say Middleton was hurt, right? Ian Prairie can say those two kids were hurt. Prairie Lake say Dawson's out. Shockey's been healthy all year long, so they have no... Well, Prior Lake's the one. That's not going to change. Eden Prairie beat Eastridge. <laughs> Didn't he die that too? No. Eastridge East has only lost twice, I think. It'll be interesting because, you know, from what I understand, that whole list of criteria, it, it, it'll be interesting to see if the coaches really dive into it or yeah. not. Or if, or if it's... Will the Lake teams come in with the 
help each other out or SEC teams help each other out? They can have as much criteria as they want. Everybody knows these coaches are going to be there. They're going to vote to set up their own. They're not voting on their They're voting on agendas. What's their, what's their best? What's their best path? How can their best? What's their best path? I mean, if you ask Prior Lake right now, they they don't want to see the Dagger New Prairie in the fourth line slot. They want some chance to get shot. That's their best path. Whether that's legitimate, who should be there is one thing, but that's what they want, and that's how they'll vote. Well, nobody wants to play three really tough games. Yeah, if you get a four or five, you're playing three hard games just to get through. If you're going to talk and you're sitting there at the seventh seed, who do you want to see in the first round? As the two. What I guess is a shot. Based on schedule. Or Chaska. Or Chaska. They're not, they don't want to see that. So they they can have all the criteria you want, they vote on agendas. <laughs> they vote on what's their best path, as long as they're not putting Prior Lake as the seventh seed. Well, Prior Lake's not going to want to play an Eden Prairie or Edina as a four, and then the other one in the finals. Yeah, that would be the worst case scenario for them. Edina was a five, and Eden Prairie was the three or two. And they might have to go for both of them. But remember our predictions a week ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you're... Because of this, they just said, I think I'm a two. Let's vote. Right. The sections there, though, you're looking at, do injuries matter? Apparently, it didn't matter in that one because Prior Lake played 10 straight games on a half child. They're obviously, I think they should have been a four anyway. Zenaya and Tiger got nine wins, Prior Lake's got 10. Yeah, but Prior Lake lost, you know, they lost seven, and the half shells were in their lineup. Well, that, with the pair, they probably get to 13, 14 wins. So injuries make no. These coaches don't care about your other coaches. They don't care about your injury. You can come in and say we haven't had this girl for so long. They don't care. <laughs> yeah. But then because you would think that if they injured made a difference, shock prior like we got home they only got four. Of course, you could also make the argument that probably could have been easily a six based on some of their non-conference games. I don't think anyone in that girls section had a 
regular schedule? I mean, other than, I mean, when as a late conference school, you're playing Hopkins, number one Hopkins twice, number two Wyzetta twice. Eden Prairie went out and played Stillwater. Yeah, you can make that argument right there. We got six games. Well, how many games is that? You got four games against the top two teams in the state. Yeah, you got four other against against solid, solid teams. And then that's solid. And then you got the SEC where you got ECU's been good. Apple Valley's pretty good. And Shock Creek's pretty good. Well, Farmington is the champion. Farmington. So ECU, I think SEC's been a little better. They've been consistently two teams ranked all year. And Apple Valley is a pretty solid club, and Rosemont actually has come on really as of late. Chalkbee is always competitive. And seems like they're. Well, Chalkbee's going good. into the playoffs, three straight losses to Farmington, Apple Valley, and Eastview. So, three the, the three SEC. best teams in the SEC. So. Were they competitive in those games? Yeah, they're. I don't know. I forget the Eastview score. It was 45, 40 or something like that. Yeah, the five or ten games were close. They just couldn't pull them off. How would you see section of three, boys? He's used 14 11. The next best record is Park 11 and 14. Birdsville 10 and 15. Egan 10 and 15. And then the bottom four, Apple Valley, Rosemont, Hastings, and Sibley have six wins or less. You tell us how you see it. Where's Birdsville? Birdsville plays for all Eastview tonight. If they win, there's your number one seed. They will draw 8-0 against the section, sweeping Egan, sweeping Eastview, sweeping Valley, and sweeping Rosemont. They play Park. Uh, I think they have to be a 1 or 11 and 15. Eastview 2. I'm going to put Park ahead of Egan because Park just beat Mountsview and actually played pretty, pretty tough. If Birdsville loses tonight against, I think there was a three, I think Park moved <laughs> It's a big game for him, huh? So I think that's, I think, I think Park's two no matter what. I would be surprised. Egan's got ten, I think Egan's the four now. And then I couldn't even just put the rest of the game. Right, yeah. Rosemont's probably the, the seven or eight. Apple Valley's probably the... It might be a five. Yeah. Well, there's Hastings got nine wins, but you don't know who they're against. Who else is in there? Henry Sibley, I don't even know if they are. They might have seven. Farmington in that, or is Farmington in one? Farmington in one. North will be the, the North is the team to beat out there. Yeah, one. Yeah, it's, is there any Rochester team that could give them a challenge? No. Yeah. That's it. The winner of section two is seated at what? That's Nathan. Two or three? Talking about this the other day. I don't Hopkins, know. Hopkins beats, let's say Hopkins beats Eden Prairie tonight. I think they had a one. But they could lose to Wyzetta in their section. True. Let's say they, they say they get through Park Center as the one. Lake Cohort beat Prairie like twice. They're ahead of them. Yeah. Our center has got one loss, and they beat Prior Lake. So I think if Prior Lake wins this section, they're a four and two. Then everybody else would be. Well, and everybody else would be unseated <coughs> from section two. Well, section three, we know is going to be unseated. <laughs> well, Eden Prairie beat Lakeville, so they would be <coughs> ahead of 
Lake Film. Eden Prairie beat Eastridge. So it's interesting. If Eden Prairie runs through there, their seed could elevate to. They could be a. They could get a higher seed at state than they could in the section. Yeah, seriously. They could eat Hopkins tonight, split. Hopkins loses. And then you talk it. Maybe Lake Eastridge. You're probably part of Santa probably getting one, one loss. Well, East, well, Hopkins lost to Eastridge, I believe. But I'm saying Hopkins oh. got on. Why is that came in? Eastridge, I, I could see Eden Prairie. If they win a couple of things, Paul Boyd's high as the two at state. Because of the wins over Lake Lenore. And the win over Eastridge. Part center might just go up to one for one line just because of people. Right. Well, the other thing I want, who's your one loss? We looked the other day, it was to like uh, Osseo or somebody like that. No, it was like Cooper. Or... Well, yeah, it was Robinsdale Armstrong, wasn't it? Armstrong. I think it was Armstrong and Alley, actually, yeah. I mean, they must be. They play pretty good competition. Right. Okay. In uh, Class 2A, Jordan just got the number one seed and they'll roll through their section. There's, they're the only team with a winning record in their section, or their subsection, I should say. So. Yeah, they just won their third straight conference title. Going, they won 35 out of the last 37 in the conference. They'll win their subsection by 30 points each game, and then St. Peter might give them a challenge in the section championship, but they won't. So they'll represent? They'll represent two. will probably be unseated, have to play Minnehaha Academy again, and then be done. And be unseated? Most likely. And we also got state wrestling this weekend. How many champions is our area going to get? I'll say Shockby will probably win three. Fire Lake will win one. Shaska, Eden Prairie, Minnetonka, Virgil, are going to win any? Eden Prairie's goal is to get on the podium. That's it. So we got how many will section two win? So the first three guys in that crease, right? Uh, Manville, Crease will win for sure. Lund is the second seed and will have to beat Forsyth's Cardinal, who he lost to last year. And then you have five other kid Shockby wrestlers that they didn't get the best draw in the world. Sure. Yeah. Will, I guess Shockby will get two for sure, and they might be able to sneak another one out of there from Ben Lund. In their upper weights, they got Casey and the Johnson twins. They got bad draws because they have to play wrestle the section two opponents they lost to in the Johnson second round. In the second round right? Yeah, and the other Johnson will get the Rosemont number one ranked wrestler at 220 in the second round. Apple Valley's state champions will be. Are they a lot? Any loss? No. No loss? Maybe another? Seabass will. Seabass and Gross. When was the last time they ever won an individual? We'll we'll get to the finals, but there are they're seated both of them are seated second, I believe. So the Manville, what was his first name? Then? Carson. No, at uh, one seventy. Yeah, Carson, Carson Manville. So the Birdsville kid was trying to tell oh, the first Birdsville wrestler to get to state since two twelve, and the choice of one seventy or one sixty at state went one sixty, where the Roberts, Roberts. Valley, and the Rains kid from Shockby, which Rains kid beat. Ulster House in the 3-2 in the semifinal. 
I was told uh, I was told that Oster House that's his name, Oster House, right? Yeah. Rain's match for that Oster House got a takedown after the, just right after the buzzer to lose three to two. Okay. So, so yeah, that's how close that, that section is. Rain's yeah. Had to wrestle a two second match against North, yeah. yeah. At 220, he's undefeated in the winner ranks. Check second, well, so. Yeah, they should get 106, 113. They'd probably get heavyweight, 220, and 195 for Sunners, he won 80. So that's five just right off the top of the head. Yeah. And then Apple Valley could get. Shockby could pull four. They could. Apple Valley could pull one out. Swagman could be at any given time. Well, Swagman draws virtually could win. There wouldn't be a shock if either one of them won the state title. But. And as you guys hear this, we're probably granting, granting a champion of the state wrestling with Shockby. Yes. They will. Prairie in the final? Northfield will give them a challenge in the first round. And. Stillwater. 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 No. Stillwater will give Shockley a better challenge than St. Michael would. No word of Car Carson and Manville who defaulted all the individuals. Jim Jackson said there's a possibility of him wrestling in the team. Just how much pain he can handle. No. Instead of winning by 25, they'll win by 15 with, without them. So. so they lose at 170 and somebody gets upset, and next thing you know, they're staring at another runoff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, could be. Like the, the, the Northfield was the worst. Yeah. So, anything else going on in the winter sports? Gymnastics had a perfect score. I, I I didn't see it. I was there. I didn't see it, but I heard it. The whole. Oh, well, I saw it on Twitter, but it happened right behind my back as I was sitting in the in the middle to take beam photos, and you just heard the whole crowd erupt. They erupt at the the vault or with the score or both. Uh, the biggest applause was on the vault. <laughs> when she stuck the vault, I mean, everybody went crazy, and then, you know, when they flashed the ten, and all all four judges gave her a ten. Yeah. So. Well. And she won every single, all around, and every every rotation. We can't forget swimming. Who's going to be the swim champ? Tonka, Chaska. It's Eden going Prairie. to be Edina. Chaska and then Eden Prairie and Wyzetta are going to battle for third. Yeah. 
I think Shakopee's Bergeson won the 100 backstroke in section two. So that gives him automatic. It should probably be a, not, not the favorite, but it'll be in the mix in, for a title in that event. Shakopee got six swimmers, six events to the state. Last year's section two had five teams in the top seven in the team standings. I don't think that's going to be the case this year. I don't think Prior Rates got enough to get in the top. You can only potentially get 40 points from DeWire and another 16 from their diver, maybe 15, 14. They only two wheelies after that. Yeah, I don't think Shockby will be a. They'll probably be a top 10 team, but I don't think they'll get duplicate their runner up finish from last year. They just didn't get enough swims to state to get enough. Eden Prairie got 11 swims to state and eight are ranked. Seated yeah. in the top eight. Yeah, Shockwave got six in the list. Right around the top ten. <laughs> maybe the relays are maybe they get sleep all the relays in the final where it's twenty guaranteed what, twenty four points maybe or something like that? You know, that's forty eight. 98 if you got two champions and then maybe 14 from the potentially get in the hundreds with if they get in the relays. So maybe they're maybe they're top 10. Turn out to, everything's going to have to fall in the way to beat the top 10. I don't know what 110 points was last year. Yeah, I think Edina is the clear cut. Probably five years ago or so, six years ago maybe. Been a little bit of the last five years, has it been? Well, Eden Perry won a bunch. Why is that a one? One, I think three years ago. Did Egan win it a couple years ago? I think they, I think they edged Eden Perry. I think. Yeah. Any teams from not the South Metro give them a challenge? Stillwater give them a run this year? Or? I don't know. I mean, I saw I saw the points based on you know the seed times, and it's pretty clear. <laughs> no, I think for you know, ninety points was tenth in the same team standings last year. Well, when you only have two relays, you can really load them, though. I mean, it's not like trying to get three into the finals. It was in two events, two relays, two other, one other swimmer and a diver. So, I imagine top ten for Shockby. Maybe a good day to get get in the top five. Could have, 
They could have five teams in the top ten again. Realistically, I mean, that's pretty good. Chaska is really the number two. Chaska Yeah, I think they're locked in at the number two. No chance to do that? I, I mean, you start looking at that. Edina's got, there's some events, they have four swimmers in the top 16. <laughs> what section are they coming? Well, why Zeta made, I mean, this is pretty odd. Why Zeta made it in four events by not making the time, just by finishing second. I mean, that doesn't yeah, happen in Section 2. I was just going to say, what happens if, what would happen if they didn't have time standards in Section 2? And, they, and one of those swimmers is seated in the top 16. That's it for Sports Comics this week. I'm Tom Shard, Matata Ibu, and Dan Haas. Rachel Miss is our producer, but is not here, so Dan Haas has taken over that responsibility. For around the clock sports coverage, check out swmedia.com.